Hi there, welcome to the first episode of the This Is Rayleigh uh, news programme or podcast, as you'd like to call it, some people like to call it. Um, today we're going to cover um, a couple of subjects. Firstly, uh, London Hill, the toilets which are being discussed at the top of Crown Hill. We're going to cover uh, the new f- development of flats that have been discussed behind uh, the M&S store. And we're going to cover affordability. So my name's Nick Cheshire. I'm Kyle Bryan. So, first thing we want to discuss on uh, this week's show is London Hill. So, this is one for you to discuss. Fantastic. Hello. It's nice to, to be here. Obviously, the first one is always the best, I feel. What about you? Hopefully. Hopefully. So, we'll soon find out. Yeah. So, but I'm really excited about this. I really can't tell you enough. Uh, as you well know, uh, we sold a property uh, at the bottom of London Hill uh, just before the, um, the bridge. Uh, originally, it was a one-bed detached bungalow, um, and the, the the current developers obviously have made it into this wonderful three-bed with a, a upstairs shower room or bathroom and a downstairs toilet as well. Completely modernised the property throughout, and it's an absolutely fantastic property. Um, and it really got me into thinking that uh, when the developers were doing the property. Um, I wanted to, to find out some research about it, uh, the history behind it, you know, how long has it been there? Because I didn't know until I went on um, a, a website um, and I just want to say a big thank you to Rayleigh History website where I found this source of information. So absolute thumbs up to you. Congratulations. You really helped me out here. But one thing I want to do is actually ask you a question. Go on then. How old do you think London Hill is? London Hill is in the road or the property we're talking about? Um, let's go for the property. I would say it's got to be early 1900s. Got to be. Older. Okay. It got, it but got, the trouble is, yeah. is how far do you go now? Yeah, because is, is it going to go into the 1800s? which is a difficult one because now we're saying it's 130, 120 plus years old. Um, I don't know, I, I would say 1900s, early 1900s. Okay, so the, the actual property in itself, the earliest photo that I found of it, mm. and it's before the, the, uh, the builders got involved obviously, the earliest photo is 1910. So that's putting it roughly, at, at the time of a photo, it's roughly putting it at about 120 years, possibly 120 years old. Now, that is probably, if not, the oldest yeah. property on that hill, I it's, think. It's going to be one off, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So I, I sort of wanted to find out a little bit more about that. Um, so the, the earliest we, we found was, was 1910. So I would say before then it's got to be, well, late 1800s maybe early 1800s we don't know mm. but we've we've got a really good um an idea of roughly how old it was because originally the the, the line there the train station line wasn't there originally yeah. when the photo was taken so how old i'm going to ask you another question now how old do you reckon the the train line is 
becomes relative in a minute. So the train line, that must have been about 1900s as well. Well, the actual railway came through into Rayleigh in 1889. Okay. So that property's either got to outdate that railway because yeah. there's no photo of it there. Yeah. So the property was so there. So the property was there, and yeah. then the train line was there. So it could be, in essence, 130 plus years old. Possibly, or even older. Even older. We just really that was. But that's the earliest information I could find I out. The interesting thing is, is where the builders developed that particular bungalow. What they've done is the, the lower half of that structure is all original. So he's taken it back to the bare brick, and the brick is still there. The chimney breast is still original. So he's kept a lot of the original features. So in theory, half of that property is is a decade, well, no, it's um, a century, century old. old. It's a century old. Um, but now he's renovated that, and that, that could easily go on now for another another 100 years. If I think more. Yeah. I think where the location is. But also a really good, interesting um, stat about this property is it used to be the major road from Allgate in London to, to Rochford or, or to the south end side of, of Essex. Um, so I think that's a, an absolute I think I read testament. something a, a while ago in, in the Rayleigh Mound about uh, King Henry VIII travelling through Rayleigh and using that route and going uh, past the Mount heading to one of the other castles. I'm sure, I think I did. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it was the major road and that, that point is nowhere to go under the train station. If you're heading into Rayleigh, obviously, you turn right, don't you, and you follow up into Crown Hill. Um, that used to be a turnpike. And um, when uh, horse and cart back then, obviously we had no cars, um, when horse and cart used to, to come down from London, heading down into South End, um, if the hill was muddy, it was a bit uneasy. Mm. The, the, the driver of the coach used to ask the passengers to get out. So imagine getting a taxi on a night, dropping you at the bottom of London Hill and going, it's a little bit wet, You're gonna have to walk can up you get there. out, and then I'll meet you at the top. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of like, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? That would go down well. So you can imagine back in the day when the women then had their petticoats on, their sort of knee-high boots or, or thigh, well not, no, they were thigh-high then, I think they were more just below the knee, raising up with, a, with their petticoats. And, and that's a big old hill. And the Englishman with their bowler hats. Yeah. You know, that was that was kind of, yeah. I mean, it was fascinating. I, when I found that out, that really was fascinating to find out. So I think that's absolutely mm. a little bit of history of Rayleigh there. Not just the mount or the, the bungalow, the little round cottage on Ground Hill. Also now I know about the other hill. Yeah, no, that's, that's quite interesting. Um, so, but sorry, Nick, sorry yeah. to, to cut you off there. But I just want to do a shout out. Um, there's... A house or where next to it there's loads of scaffolding I think everyone can see that mm. um, and there seems to be a new building or a business going on there now the only thing I know about it at the moment is it's bringing Harley Street to Rayleigh that used to be a printers didn't it yeah so yeah as, as you as you come down the station road you're turning left under the bridge smack bang right in front of you that you were yeah that there. yeah that building now it's got scaffolding up outside. It looks like a lot of modernisation has, has happened there. And there's a banner on the, on the front of it that says, bring Harley Street to Rayleigh. So if anyone knows of, of anything that's going on there, 
drop a link in below, send me an email, and and we'll certainly do some research. Sounds good. So that, that leads quite nicely onto the next point. So talking about a local business, so that sounds like a new business starting in Rayleigh. One of the things I wanted to discuss is uh, Lovett's Farm. Now, you've lived in Rayleigh and Holbridge all of your life. 32 years. How many businesses, well, I've, I've lived here only eight years, so combined we're talking 40 years. Yep. How many businesses do you think is on Lovett's Farm? Good question. 20? Keep going. 30. Keep going. What, higher? Much yeah, higher? Higher. 60. Not quite, we're close. So I counted 54 is what I counted. 54. So I was collecting the post earlier on. I'm sure some of you know we're, we're located on Lovett's Farm. And uh, I was collecting the post earlier on and I had a little look at the pigeonholes and I counted 54 there. Now the interesting thing is, is I didn't realise how many businesses were, were on Lovett's Farm. It's, it, it used to be, I believe, a mushroom farm or a strawberry farm. Yeah, it was, um, it was two, two separate identities, I think. Yeah, you so that, that was going back some time. But now what the uh, current owners have done, have redeveloped it and changed all of the barns into offices and uh, different business premises. And, and the types of businesses that are on there are, are amazing. We've, you've got... Uh, John Gold, Gold's farm shop at the front and these butchers within that. Uh, it's quite a nice place. You've got Wurtledge and Knot. There's a uh, karate, I think it's karate. Um, there's Mushroom Studios. Taekwondo. Taekwondo, there we go. Um, you've got Mushroom Studios. You've got TWR Watch Shop. There's the Stable Studios. There's Gladwells. You've got Swimming Towels, uh, the swimming pool. There's Clay Cottage. You've got, there's a carpet shop just behind us. Um, a and B flooring, I think they're called. You've got in-car safety. You've got two gyms, a recruitment consultant. You've got a bespoke kitchen and furniture maker. You've got um, watch repairers, TWRs. Yeah, I think you've yeah, mentioned the same, them. The same. Um, Sorry, there's a lot. Tan, uh, Lovett's Tandoori, um, as we uh, both amazing. Are quite fond of. Um, you've got a wonderful estate agents. Cracking estate agents. Let you know on that one. Uh, there's a uh, mechanic for bikes, yeah, store. bike store, but there's loads of businesses that are uh, hairdressers, yeah, uh, uh, carpentry, carpentry, dog groomers, and uh, there's a company gone. My favorite, yeah, I'm a bit you, Nick's not really a much a big drinker, no, I would say I am quite a lot actually. I'm probably on the verge, I think you're at the wrong meeting, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's that way, um, but. There's a company, you, you drive past it, because you have to drive past this, it's called yeah. Oxygen. Yeah. And what if I said to you, it's a tea bag for gin? It's, uh, they call it, it's infu infusers, I think. Infusers. It's the, the way they put it. But no, I saw, I saw this in John Gold's shop, and they look quite, um, quite impressive. I'm not a big drinker, but I do like to try the odds different thing here and there, and... From what I could see, it's all different flavours that they infuse into gin. It looks amazing. It seems, to be it seems fair. quite good at this. So they're based on Lovers Farm as well. So there's so many businesses that are based here. And I don't think, I mean, I speak to people regularly. And when I mention to them how many businesses, people are shocked. So I think if you live locally, it's worth a wander around and, and have a look at what other businesses there are here. Because there's there's plenty of different companies and you may find some of them quite helpful. Mm, no, definitely. Um, Going back to gin, if you taste it, Pop a comment, let us know. Yeah, let us know what they're like. Uh, that would be good. So uh, moving on to the next thing, um, that was a little bit unscripted. I just thought I'd uh, 
chuck that one out there. But moving on to the next thing, which is the toilets. Um, the the 20p to p toilets. It's I a flushing it's, issue. Yep, yep. Uh, so this has been discussed in one of the local groups uh, recently. So um, mm. I'm sure as many people know, quite locally in uh, Rayleigh, top of the High Street, uh, top of Cran Hill on that junction, there used to be some toilets. They look probably about as old as the bungalow on London Hill. But um, they've been That's around for quite a long time. And the council have taken it now and they've built a brand new block next door. It does look uh, good. It does look to be good. fair, for I, a toilet. I drove past it last night at about, must be about half past nine, and it's got some quite nice lighting on it. It, do, it does look quite good. They've done a good job. There's no doubt in that. Um, but I'm very much a bit of a stranger on see. I've seen a cracking looking toilet. It's not a usual conversation. But anyway, so the reason is, is because the old toilets needed renovating. They needed to update, mm, and they said that it was going to cost too much to update them. So it, they're either, I believe, they're turning it into either offices or a shop. Is is the what the old building is going to become? Um, small. It's going to be small, but it's I suppose it's another shop. Um, well, let's hope it ain't a coffee a, shop or, or an estate agent or a hairdresser's. I think we've got a lot of them. Or an Indian, because that's the other one everyone rants about. That's true. But um, so the the new block that's going there, they've built them. They look lovely, but you have to pay to use them. Now it's a public facility before. And this is new mm. public facility, but you've got to pay to use them. But the original ones were. No, you don't have to pay. And I'm assuming, and this is only an assumption, and please, if I'm wrong, please let me know. But I'm assuming they're going to start charging. That's going to cover the cost of maintaining them and cleaning them, and maybe even build them in the start. Mm. But I've got a suggestion. Is it ridiculous? No, no, okay. it's not. No. Okay. So. You're going to have to pay to use them. Yep. They're not going to suddenly take them locks off. You're going to have to pay to use them. But the fact is they would have had to renovate the old ones before. Mm -hmm. And so you didn't have to pay to use them. So it means, in essence, there's going to be money earned from people going to the toilet, which I think I'd be correct in saying. So why not every penny that's earned go to a local charity in Rayleigh? Would make sense. It's extra, it's extra money. It's going into the park. I mean, I understand they've got to pay for the cleaning, so cover that first, but anything left over... So profit? Yeah, any profit from that toilet should go to a local charity. I think that's a... I think yeah. that's a... I think a it's smashing. I think it's a fair fair point fair to comment, make, and I think that it would... I mean, there's lots of local charities mm. around. There's a, there's a few in Rayleigh, um, but I think I think that's a, a good sort of... Yeah, I, I, again... You know, what's your thoughts? You know, this is this is designed to, to get your thoughts as well. You know, I think we, we buzz off, it, off each other a loads of random different ideas and, and schemes and stuff like that. But please let us know what you think. You know, what should that profit be invested into? You know, I think there's there's quite a lot in Rayleigh I think that that, yeah. that, that profit could be invested into, you know. Drop a drop a like or, or a comment in the in the, in the below and uh, again we'll get onto that. But fantastic idea. So next thing you want to cover is the flats. Yeah. So um, there's been some some talk lately going around on different forums, different sites um, about a, a potential new set of flats. Now I think it could be a, a bad thing, but we'll discuss that in a minute. You know, obviously, you know where it is. Yeah. We've got to know where it is. It's our job, isn't it? So, what do you think about a new block of flats 
going up behind Marks and Spencers in Rayleigh? Um, it's it's a tough one because I've seen opinions and I think I had a bit of a, uh, a debate, shall we call it, with uh, one of the local uh, councillors. Um, I think, me personally, I think there's good and bad. There's always think, going to be good and bad, I think. Isn't yeah, the bad, I think there's businesses that are going to lose their premises, for well, stars. I, I think that's quite a... That's a big point. That's a big point. I think that's probably the biggest point, I think. Yeah, I think there's businesses there that are unfortunately going to lose their premises. They're, they've probably paid thousands of pounds to get their premises up to the current condition that they're in for trading. And they're going to lose that money because they're going to have to go and find somewhere else. And we've been there. We've done it. We've looked for property. And mm. uh, commercial property is, is quite hard to come by, particularly one up to a good standard that they're then going to have to invest thousands of pounds again to get it back up. I mean, sure, okay, it's a good excuse for rebranding, it's a good excuse for uh, refurbishment, but nevertheless, they're going to have to move, and they've been there for years. So, so, so. that's that's kind of I, I'm looking, I'm sensing that that's a, a, a byproduct. I think that that's that's one of the downsides of of it. I think another downside is, um, yes, they they are talking about the cars situation. That's my thing. I looked uh, at the report and it said that there's 30, uh, 41 spaces, um, which is one per flat, Okay. which is tight. I mean, bearing in mind, 41 spaces, that, that's relying on the fact that each property's got one car, which generally a mm. couple is going to have more than one car. Ah, see, this is what I wanted to, to hit upon, really, mm. is, you know, so 41, 41 spaces, 41 cars, each household has roughly two cars. Yeah. So, so if we sort of, you know, I'm no good at maths here, but I, I could do that. Is potentially there is room for another 82 cars in Rayleigh. Potentially. I think. This is potentially. But the chances are they're they're probably already in Rayleigh. So the chances are they're either renting in Rayleigh, they currently own a property in Rayleigh, or living okay. with mum and dad in Rayleigh, and they will already have the car. So okay. the chances are that them cars are already going to be on the road. So I don't think necessarily the problem is there's going to be. You know 82 extra cars on the road overnight because i don't think that's the case mm. some of them may commute because as a lot of us know Rayleigh is, is quite a commuting town i'm sure anyone that's been down to the train station mm. at half past six in the morning will uh, be able to vouch for that one um so there, there may be some of them are commuters but my point with parking is that the parking spaces on flats as we know they don't tend to be too generous and with the modern day car if you're driving you know to a, a um Igo or a, a Ford KA, it's perfect. You're going to fit in there quite nicely. But let's say you've got a larger people carrier, family car. Yeah, people carrier. I mean, what, what's the biggest people carrier? A Galaxy, maybe. Yeah, or... you're looking a Galaxy. You're looking an S Mac getting off of Falls. You know, even if you start going to the the larger end and start going to you know your Audis, your BMWs, you know your bigger SUV cars. Chelsea tractors, as they're formerly known, um, but you're not necessarily going to get them in the same spaces. So are developers catering for the large cars or the little cars? I think we all know what the answer is going to be there. So that's negative. Positive is 41 new homes that really hasn't got at the moment. And yep. there is a big shortage of properties. There's no doubt in that. The government are regularly saying about the shortage of properties. Mm -hmm. I think for first-time buyers, they're finding it tough in the market at the moment because the sort of the type of property they're going for is incredibly sought after. So it gives first-time buyers a better opportunity to be able to grab these uh, properties. And they're all gonna be two bed flats as well. There's no one bed from what I well, see. So that's they're good. all gonna be two beds. So that's that's gonna be a good aspect there. One bed 
notoriously is a bit harder to sell. So it means that, okay, it's yeah, okay, yeah. grabbing it, but then taking the next step is going to be difficult, where a two bed is, is pretty okay to sell. So I think that it's setting those up that want to get on the ladder, it's giving them the opportunity. And I, I am aware there's going to be a lot of people moaning about it. I am aware there's going to be a lot of people wanting to say their piece. But I think the fact is, those who have no interest in buying these properties are going to be negative, and those that have got an interest buying these properties are going to be positive. And also, we, we do need some some flats in Rayleigh, I think. We, we do. I there's, think we, there's, we don't have a lot of purpose-built flats in Rayleigh, have we? No. I think there's only... Well, so, sorry, I'm just going to go through this. We've got Sovereign Court. Yeah, which is Sovereign Court, Bottom of Weir Gardens. Bottom of Weir Gardens, which is the, you know where Rayleigh Megazone is? Just, just on, it used no, to be no, the cut-through road. Um, so we've got flats there. We've got yeah. the two flats off the other side of the Shell Garage, haven't we? So we've got one yeah. next to the Shell Garage and then one next to, to the Harvester. Yeah, you've also got... Um... Uh, Central Apartments, which is above Iceland. In High Street. There's yep. also uh, another set of uh, apartments above uh, what is Mr. Sims' sweet shop in Rayleigh. There's some more flats up there. Um, chambers, is it? Was, uh, is it? Chambers? Central is it? Chambers, something like chambers that. Chambers or something. Yeah, yeah. so there's, there's a few one bedroom flats above. Oh, don't forget the new one the other side of, of Great Train Station. Right yeah. the corner. Yeah, so you've got them ones. So you've got the ones in the approach, you've got the ones on the corner, which mm. is um, the Trinity. So there's a, there's a few blocks, but there's not many blocks going up. No. And they're not, to, to be fair, they're not unsightly blocks. I mean, you could look at some block of flats and, and they, they are pretty awful. I do, I did see a comment where these flat, these new flats are going to be overlooking a certain close, which is, is a shame for the guys living there. But I think, nevertheless, history has told us that no matter how much we rant about this, it isn't going to change. They're not going to go away. They're not suddenly going to be stopped being built. I think we just need to actually accept it uh, well i think it's a case of accepting it because we can't do anything with it but in the meantime um i know there have been certain councillors that have been really fighting to oppose against these flats and unfortunately they've lost the battle there um so i think it's one of those things that instead of accepting it what we should look at is what can we change and the things that we can change is how we support them businesses that are losing out that's mm. that's my biggest concern because i think that there's a lot of businesses there that are losing out and as local people we do have a bit of a moral obligation to support these local businesses. And I, I think, you know, going there and shopping there and spending your money there rather than anywhere else will help them um, with their turnover, which ultimately is going to help them secure a property because that's going to help their general turnover to be able to afford the best premises. And, and also, if you are one of these companies, please reach out. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, well, I think. I think that would I think that'd be because, yeah, you know, helpful. we could be your voice. Yeah. You know, let's let's tell us what you think of it. I think it'll be nice for, for the public to hear what, what's going on behind the scenes. But I think what that leads on to nicely is the affordability side of things. Mm. So one of the comments I received uh, over the weekend to discuss this one was people talking about how unaffordable they are to first-time buyers, how they're going to be silly prices. Now, we know they're going to be quite high in prices. <laughs> there's no doubt in that. But that caused me to then go and do some investigation. So... I looked at Rayleigh as a whole and I used uh, mouseprices.com to get a bit of information and what this led to is that um, I looked at the affordability of Rayleigh compared to surrounding towns. So I'm gonna, I've picked Rayleigh, Wickford and Hockley. Which of them three do you think is more affordable? Right, I'm going to take out Rayleigh. 
right? Yeah. Because I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a close call between Whitford and Hopley. And Okay. What be the most affordable? No, uh, yeah, I think well, I think Whitford. Okay, why do you think Whitford? Well, I think it's the location, whereabouts it is. Okay, yes, it's on a main line, I get that. But I just think in general, Whitford tends to be and just slightly lower. Could that potentially be linked because the property price is lower? Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, so, property prices and and also probably. Well, the interesting thing well, with property prices. Actually, no, I'm going to find out. In Wickford, um, apparently the average property price in Wickford is three hundred and fifty-six thousand, which sounds about right. That's 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 holding. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about good, right. Good price. The average wage or the average salary in Wickford is twenty-one thousand seven hundred and six pounds. Okay. Now, bear mm. in mind this is average. Mm. So that means the average uh, property to salary ratio is sixteen point four. So the average property price is sixteen point four times the the average salary. Okay. So if you're getting a mortgage, yeah, it's sixteen point four. Well, you're looking the property price itself is sixteen point four times the average wage. Right. Sorry. So yeah, it gives yeah. you an idea on that. Yeah. So then Just that leads. So that gives us sixteen point four for Wickford. Then we lead on to Hockley. Now, surprisingly, the average property price in Hockley is four hundred and eight thousand eight hundred pounds. Which is, you know, well, wow. is £52,000 higher than what Wickford is. Wow. The average wage is about £2,000 more, so it's 23662 giving a property to salary ratio of 17.28%. Wow. So Hockley is less that's, affordable than Wickford. That's impressive. Which you were kind of expecting. Yeah, yeah. This is where it gets quite interesting. So Rayleigh. The average property price in Rayleigh is £380,500. So it's cheaper than Hockley, but more expensive than Wickford. Wow. The average wage in Rayleigh is the highest, so it's £24,895. <laughs> so that gives a property to salary ratio of 15.28%. So according to that, Rayleigh is more affordable than Hockley and Wickford. Who would have thought that? I wasn't expecting that. Did you think about it? Now, what gets even more interesting is if we look at the SS postcode as a whole. As a whole. So we're covering from SS0 to SS17. to Southend. Yeah. So we cover the whole SS postcode. Now, the average property price in the whole of the SS postcode is 320700 with the average salary in the SS postcode of 19438 which gives a property price to salary ratio of 16.5%. So Rayleigh is more affordable than the entire of the SS postcode. So, so that would make Rayleigh one of the most affordable places to buy and live at the moment. So that's like better than Lee. I'll have to check up Lee prices, but I'd say I, I think that would be a, I think that would be a nice one to to, to I, compare. I think, think we can do that on the next one, and we'll look at we'll look yeah. at Lee, and we may look at Southend and Rochford and see how they compare. But according to yeah. what I found so far, Rayleigh is the most expense uh, the most affordable not expensive the most affordable place to live so it's a good place to live it's a good place to buy and invest so mm. i think that's that's that's, a, that's that's absolutely amazing and that's a positive note to end on i think i, I do believe so brilliant so it's been wonderful uh we're, we're going to cover some more subjects next time but if you've got any suggestions uh please drop us an email uh, i'll put the email below or just drop us a message on facebook or comment uh, anything you think we should cover we'll cover next time and uh, until the next time, cheers.